Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. We're doing our best to cheer you up by handing out the dosh at the moment. And Trish and Palace Kenry was the latest winner of €1,000 with Limerick Today's 10 to 1. You get a chance this morning. And the qualifier question is, what hugely popular serial killer TV series has been greenlit for a revival season? What hugely popular serial killer TV series has been greenlit for a revival season? WhatsApp right now with the right answer and your name 086-123-9595 and you could be joining me in the next hour to have a go at being the second winner in two days of a grand with Limerick Today's 10 to 1 and uh, listener Anne-Marie says uh, my parents are in their 70s they've done everything they've been asked of in this pandemic and haven't gone outside the door since March. I go to the house uh, to them once a week because they're not able to manage house jobs etc. Will this be stopped now says Anne-Marie am I supposed to stop helping out at the house once a week? That seems to be one of the exemptions from what we can understand on compassionate grounds Anne-Marie that uh, that's something that you would need to continue to uh, do obviously um, and uh, um, so I, I hope that's of some benefit um, to you uh, um, but uh, clearly uh, it's a very worrying situation um, now. The rest of the country tends to say oh well we're okay it's just them and I, you saw it uh, last time and I mentioned this before when uh, Leash Offaly and Kildare went into lockdown uh, to sort out their numbers Numbers in other counties around the country actually rose during that three-week period because a sense of complacency came in that we're all okay. We will have to directly track what they do in Northern Ireland, especially along the border counties, almost to create a buffer zone between Northern Ireland and the the, the rest of Ireland. Although our numbers have been rising in Limerick City and County over the last few weeks again, I think people have done it before in Limerick and we can do it again. Every individual, you know, has the capability i suppose within their own hands to keep themselves and their family safe by doing all the things that we've been recommended to do the the things that have been driving our high numbers really have been largely um you know parties and social settings and um at this time i suppose we're we're at at the point really where um if we follow the advice we, that won't be happening from now on so that would certainly help um, our numbers, I think, to come down. Well, if you take as an example Auckland in New Zealand back in August, on the 12th of August, they announced an extra 12-day extension of the lockdown in in Auckland. It took six weeks. It was the 23rd of September before that was released. So what they thought would take 12 days to sort out, to get to the target, Took six weeks. Yeah, Rona Madigan has been crunching the numbers uh, on COVID for us, and you also heard uh, there from Dr. May Mannix, who is the director of public health in uh, the Midwest. Uh, and Dr. Ray O'Connor is a good friend of the show. He's a GP and he's assistant program director in the Midwest GP training program at the University of Limerick and a lecturer at the UL Medical School. He's on uh, the line right now. How are you, Ray? Uh, good morning, Joe. So, Ray, the 14-day incidence of COVID-19 in Limerick is now over. 200. Uh, We'll uh, remember that it spiked at uh, a little under 
100 a few weeks ago and that was a big worry. We got it down to 45 per 100,000. It's now over 200. And then if you look at the electoral areas, Limerick City West um, uh, since uh, the 12th of uh, October, going back to the 29th uh, of September, that two-week period, uh, it has um, a rate per thousand of 25.8. Limerick City East, that electoral area, 42.4. Limerick City North, 138.3 per 100,000. Adair Rath uh, Keel um, is uh, 382.5. Uh, Newcastle West is 177.2. Capamore Kilmallock is 112. Um, uh, so that gives uh, some sense of it. And ju- just to clarify the figures again, Limerick City West is 83.1 uh, at the moment and Limerick City East 155.6 with Limerick City North 227.6. That's the latest updated uh, figures. I mean, that is it's pretty grim, isn't it, Ray? It is, Joe. Uh, there's no doubt, look, <clears throat> that the figures are going up and I think... We just need to focus back on individual responsibility. Okay, I mean, I think people are a bit frayed and frazzled. Um, if a I can bit, just maybe... a bit frayed or frazzled. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we... you know, I, I, you know, I just have to make this point now because you know, all week we've been hearing from listeners on this. There is huge frustration. There is massive concern. Yeah. There is real worry about how they're going to get through this. And those who are adhering strictly are very annoyed about what they feel is the lack of adherence by others. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's a couple of things, Joe, and I think, you know, you make the point very well. And uh, I'd like to, you know, reiterate, I, you know, what May Mannix was saying there was was very, very, very sensible. Um, so the thing is that the numbers are increasing. We absolutely know that. Now, we know we're dealing with a virus that becomes infectious from actually before the patient becomes symptomatic. Um, COVID is potentially infectious for two days before the onset of the illness. So the thing is there, we all need to behave as if we have it. That's the first thing. So if you look at people in, uh, and I, 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 I sympathise hugely with people's sense of frustration, but you know, when something like this happens, we need to go back to basics. And the basics are that we know what causes this. It's a virus. We know what spreads it. It's interaction between people. We know what prevents that. It's, uh, and I'll say this again, and I, I, just, I just want to make this point, and I think it's really important. Um, so visors do nothing for you, okay? And people go around wearing visors as if that's all they need. It's like a suit of armor. Visors, that's the, 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 the perspex over you that, you know, is held on. And you need a mask. Visors prevent uh, splashes from flying into your eyes and as part, are part of the complete PPE, but you need a mask. Now, the mask needs to cover your nose, your mouth and your chin. The mask must not be adjusted by your hands. You get people pulling down the mask to talk and then pulling the mask up back again, that's absolutely wrong. You're not supposed to touch the mask. If you touch the mask, your hands are contaminated and you need to wash and sanitise your hands. So I can't emphasise that enough. Um, It's important to have the two-metre distance. It's important that if you're sick or you're feverish that you don't go out. 
uh, and that, you know, you contact your GP and they talk to you and tell you what to do. Well-ventilated spaces, really important. Um, uh, just a good analogy is, you know, the time when before smoking was banned, <clears throat> and you were in a room with a smoker. So it's a similar way with the COVID. You know, if the room was well ventilated, the smoke was dispersed and it didn't really cause much of a problem. Whereas if the room was closed and enclosed, the smoke kind of built up. The same thing happens. This virus can um, uh, spread by droplet uh, splashes and can also spread by uh, aerosol, which is like very small droplets. So things like, you know, shouting, singing, yeah, even yeah. talking yeah, and yeah, stuff I, like I, that. I think, I think the ventilation is so important. Really, but Ray, really I mean, important. look, let's be straight about this. Yeah. I mean, how soon are we going to be in this level five lockdown? Okay, so the thing is that it's like we have the power in within ourselves uh, to actually prevent the spread of the virus by uh, keeping it. Looks like we're heading for level five lockdown because the numbers are increasing so much. Now, you asked me one of the questions. You asked me what how Ireland we're doing. We're actually not doing too badly. I mean, if you compare, okay, we're high and it's over two hundred. These are figures from the European Central Disease Control uh, from yesterday. Uh, and Ireland at that time was 185. Uh, that's the 14-day cumulative incidence per uh, 100,000. But the Netherlands are 435. Belgium is 515. Uh, Spain, 295. Czech Republic, 660. So, like, you know, they're... Yeah, but we're not in any of those places. I mean, we're, we're no, here. We're not, we're and, not, we're and, I mean, the, the reality is that, you know, it sounds almost inevitable now. And I, I just, yeah. I really do worry about people listening to this show if yeah. we end up in a level five situation. I, I really yeah. genuinely do at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, the other, sorry, just to finish the point for Major, uh, Italy, which was a, ball, a basket case, right? Italy is now 96 Right, Sweden, which allowed you know spreads and then kind of changed their mind, there is eighty. So, like, it can come down. That's the important point. It can. Okay. But what about the point about? But, but what about the point of exit strategy from this? We go into okay. level five for six weeks. Uh, yeah. It's what we're be, it's been suggested apparently by Neffet in this letter that hasn't been published yet to the the government. But but then we come out of it, and what we end up in another <clears throat> lockdown a few weeks after that again. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I suppose what. You know, the, the, the level of, of Joe, nobody knows, is the answer. I mean, if somebody has a direct plan, you know, for this, to treat this, and globally there isn't one, right, then we'd all be following it. But, like, what's going to get us out of this is, number one, therapeutics, and number two, a vaccine. Now, there's an enormous amount of research going on. I'm involved in one of these studies, the, the so-called principal studies, the University of Oxford. We're trying to get it uh, set up here in um, in uh, in Ireland. Um, and that's looking at, you know, it, they were looking at hydroxychloroquine uh, that's been dis discounted and they're looking at other drugs now, okay? Uh, the hospital version of the principal trial um, uh, discovered that dexamethasone actually saves lives. So, you know, there is progress being made um, in this and we, you know, Remdesivir, our own uh, um, 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 uh, factory here in, in, in Limerick um, is uh, making monoclonal antibodies and, you know, is uh, they're being used, but they're all have, they all have to go through controlled clinical trials uh, before um, 
they can uh, be, you know, shown to be effective so that they can be safely used in the public right. zone on something. Okay. And then uh, the vaccine is, is where it's going I know, to I know, I know, I understand that. And, I do, and, I do, I, I do understand that. But vaccine, vaccine is not around the corner. Vaccine is still at least 12 months away. Before, well, maybe, before, maybe, maybe, before maybe it gets so, distributed not. in Ireland, you're dealing well, with at least... Well, and because there still isn't... I mean, Johnson & Johnson had to stop uh, their, well, they, their they, one this week, so they? Had the, but then so had, the, um, so had the Oxford vaccine. And I mean, what they do is that they stop because something... I mean, if you're testing 60,000 people, uh, there's bound to be somebody who's going to have some kind of unexplained medical um, um, situation. Absolutely, and, but, but that's the whole point, is to make sure it's safe. But that delays it, obviously... Well, and it does, but it doesn't delay it hugely because there's an enormous pressure on all these people. So, like so would you are you are you suggesting then that, that in let's say in January February time we will be distributing a vaccine in Ireland? Wait, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that the work is ongoing. I know, uh, I understand that part. Have, I, 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 ab- I absolutely get that bit that it and, is. And the point that I'm making, Joe, is that you've said it yourself, and this is what I, I want to say against people. Right, and um, people are very distressed and upset because there's a focus on bad news. Right, so like for example, that lady who's got the elderly parents, um, you know, living at home in their seventies. I mean, if they've got a garden out the back, there's nothing to stop them going out the back. Right, there's nothing to stop them to do their gardening. There's nothing to stop them, for example, putting on their mask and going out and keeping their social distance and you know staying apart from people because you don't get it unless you're in direct contact with somebody who has it. You know, it isn't like it's circulating in the. But but obviously, Raymond, you know this better than anyone because you've been a GP for many years and you're dealing with your patients in a holistic way. The simple reality is, asking people to live this unnaturally for another extended period. I mean, people, like I, this thing about blaming the media, you know, and people saying, oh, it's all bad news in the media. I'm sorry, but we're not making it up. No, 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 I understand that. And I'm not blaming media for... A, no, for but a lot of people show. do. It's just, oh, <coughs> the evil media. Stop stop talking about it as a classic not reaction. Really, but, you know, I mean, no, no, no. Like, okay, yeah, then, yeah. we'll stop talking about it. But it, it, it's still there. <laughs> no, it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I think... I think it's really important to focus on what people can do. I mean, yeah. look out well, the window this morning in Limerick. It's a beautiful. Yeah, I know. I, I get that, and we and that, that's that's you you made you made that point a few that. times, and I take it. I absolutely take take that one hundred percent on board. That that is the way that people have to try and be as optimistic and as positive as uh, they possibly can be. Well, listen, as always, it's great to chat to you, uh, Doctor Ray. Always interesting things to say, Doctor Ray O'Connor. There of among other things, the UL Medical School. Call Limerick today now on 461995.